Hey everybody, this is Luis, and you're listening to the Ordinary Yogi Podcast. I'm a yoga and meditation instructor that happens to cuss and at times be wildly inappropriate. On this show, I break down the woo-woo teachings of yoga and connect them to the real world. My goal is to show you that you don't have to live or look a certain way for yoga to affect you physically, spiritually, and mentally. You can be an ordinary yogi just like me. In a world full of abundance, choice is our ultimate test. And the same goes for yoga classes. From power yoga, to Bikram, to flow, to restorative yoga, as a beginner, it can be very difficult choosing an appropriate yoga class for yourself. And that is what we're gonna be talking about today on The Ordinary Yogi. So welcome everyone to episode 101. I can't believe we've had 100 of these damn things in the can already. And it's been a lot of ups and downs. There's been a lot of times where I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then somehow I find the energy to keep doing this. So I will keep continue to do these things. So, you know, as I'm approaching episodes or getting the episodes over 100, I've looking back on the first episodes I've put out. And I think this was episode maybe three, where I talked about, you know, choosing a yoga class. And now it was you know, two years ago. And, you know, my position on that has evolved and my even the style of yoga I like to I prefer and I like to do has changed as I've gotten older and become a you know a, a dad and so I wanted to revisit this especially for newcomers to the podcast and again the the goal of this and going back to those episodes really reminded me of the goal of this podcast which is to uh, guide people that may be interested in trying this but just don't know where to begin and remove any barriers that that may exist and and choosing a right yoga class can be pretty difficult because if you don't know, you know, the lingo or what, you know, what to expect when you walk into a yoga studio or what to look for, that in itself is enough to be like, ah, fuck it, I'm not going to do it anymore. And this, you know, it's just like paralysis by analysis. Same thing can go for, you know, if you look at Netflix and all these, this unlike bottomless pit of things that we can watch. A lot of times I just end up watching the same thing, even though I have, can watch literally probably thousands of things because, you know, choosing something is just really difficult. And when it comes to, you know, watching a movie or a show, getting off topic, but, you know, choosing a yoga style is it's like using, it's like choosing clothing where at least for me, at first I picked something I was really comfortable with that I really liked. And then it kind of evolved where I kind of, I started looking at things that I needed rather than I really liked doing. And of course, what you need and what you like, sometimes those things match. And yeah, a lot of times they don't, but it, it's evolved. And, you know, just like my clothing, I like to say my clothing's got a little more adventurous because I wear colors now, which is not just black and gray. But, you know, we can get a little more adventurous the more we get into it. But where we can begin or, you know, where to start, that's kind of what this episode's about, is identifying the, the most common types of yoga you're going to see, and which ones I would recommend for a person that's brand new into the studio, and then getting into finding the right studio for yourself. So a little story about, you know, myself and how it's evolved is when I first started doing yoga, it was very uh, vinyasa flowy. So, you know, moving from one thing to the next, and I'll explain what that is. It was more of a, not super intense, but a moderately intense, a constant movement of the body and the breath. So it was kind of like a little bit of a workout, 
um, because that's what I enjoy doing. I was really into fitness, you know, I still am. But as I've gotten older, I've realized, you know, I need a, I need to slow down a bit. And that's what my yoga practice is now. I, I hold poses for a little bit longer. I really stretch something more restorative because, you know, uh, aside from, you know, the other working out that I do, working full time, being a dad, um, that stress really needs a, a place to get out or a place to kind of settle. And that's what my yoga practice is now. It's just as an outlet to just rest and relax and recover from all the things in my day-to-day life. So that's kind of how it's changed over the past few years. And, you know, I say that because as I get into these different types of yogas, as a brand new beginner, I'm going to recommend certain types. Um, And I hope you, you take that advice because if you go into a really intense type of practice, just like going into a really intense type of workout, you're going to be so, so sore and just like, just not want to go back. So, you know, we need kind of building blocks a little bit. Something I wish I would have done is just slow rolled into it rather than just dive right into it. So here's a breakdown of the most common types or kind of the families of yoga that I, that how I break it down. Uh, the most seen I see is a, what you would call a vinyasa yoga. Or sometimes it's like a, a, a flow yoga. And vinyasa means placed in a special way. So it's a very active type of movement where you're not really holding poses for very long. You're kind of like breathing into a pose, breathing out to a different pose, constantly moving in either like a, a, like a sequence or like a sequence from like A to Z. Or it can be like a, a repetitive sequence where you're doing the same things over and over again and maybe adding as you go along. And I I feel like this type of yoga is not the best for beginners because this this moves relatively quickly in class. So if you're not familiar with the poses, um, the instructor you know may have time to to cue you or to to move you or you know manipulate your body a little bit to get you in the right uh, alignment. But they they may not also depending on the size of the class. So you know this is something that I would. Once you get familiar with the poses and know how to breathe and know how to move from pose to pose, I would really settle on something a little bit strenuous and kind of not avoid it, but just if you do go into this, take caution that it does move relatively quick. And if you don't know the poses, it can be very confusing and maybe shut a lot of people off like, I don't want to do this. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So, you know, instead of jumping right in, just it's better to slow roll. So vinyasa flow, I mean, you can talk about like rocket flow or power flow is something that's really intense that, you know, you might even mix calisthenics in with it. Again, really high intense type stuff that I would not recommend for someone that is just wants to try the stuff out. Um, not only that, I mean, you will get that relaxation at the very end. But if you're looking to, you know, rest and like, de-stress, this may not be the best place to start. So that's kind of like when you ever see flow or unless it's a gentle flow, I would really avoid this as a beginner. Uh, The next type of things that you can see are what's called uh, Hatha Yoga, H-A-T-H-A. And this includes other things like Ashtanga or Iyengar, which are, it's a yoga class, but it's much slower paced. You're holding these poses a little bit longer and really focusing on the alignment, making sure that you're right in the pose 
and utilizing, you know, straps or blocks or whatever to get you in the right pose. And I feel this is the, probably one of the better ones, if not the best one for beginners, because it's a, it's a, it's a middle ground where it's still active, right? You're still moving from pose to pose, but it's a lot slower and you're focusing on your position and uh, technique rather. And the instructor in these types of classes will more than likely have time to walk around and watch people in their poses and give them cues and adjust their alignment. Now, as you, if you start doing these types of classes, as you get familiar with how your body feels in certain positions and you get that technique down, you can then maybe try a vinyasa class, which, you know, again, as I mentioned, once you become familiar with those poses, it's easy to flow in and out of them. But these types of yogas, again, Hatha, Ashtanga, Iyengar, are really, really focused on the alignment of your body. And this is probably one of the better ones for beginners that want to be semi-active, you know, want kind of somewhat uh, strenuous class, but are really, really brand new to all these movements. You know, it'd be like, I don't know, going into the gym and just, all right, do a clean and jerk. It's like, I don't know what the fuck that is, dude. No, 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 just do it. Like, it's like this. And I just show you and oh, you got it, right? You you saw me doing it, so you can do it now. It's the same thing, right? Um, none of these poses are going to hurt you unless you do them incorrectly. So focusing on the technique, this is the be- one of the better ones I see for beginners. Right? Again, Hatha, Ashtanga, Iyengar, um, another thing that we can, I would really recommend. The next type of yoga that's really, really popular, well, it was popular, which is Bikram yoga. Also no more now is hot yoga. Uh, there's a, there's a, um, a lot of sexual assault allegations against the creator of Bikram yoga. So they kind of don't call it that anymore. It's a Netflix documentary. You can look it up. Um, it was really interesting. Anyway, this can be for beginners as well. Um, what's great about these types of classes, whether it's Bikram or hot yoga, whatever they call it now, is it's a set sequence. So it's like 26 poses, I believe. And wherever you go in the country... If you find a Bikram yoga class or whatever it is, you will do these 20, same 26 poses in the same sequence because it's a set. This is how this practice was designed. So I really like that aspect of it where you know what you're getting into. So if you do one class here, the next class you do at a different studio is going to be the exact same thing. So you're really familiar with what's going to happen or, or the sequence of things. The thing to tread carefully in is... As name implies, hot yoga is done in these, you know, 100 plus degree rooms with lots of humidity, and it's really made to make you sweat. So, you know, you need to be really careful, drink lots of electrolytes and water before you try this type of thing. The intensity of these practices comes from the heat. Again, the poses, you can go as deep as into, into them as you can or, you know, are able to, but the intensity really comes from the heat. So... If you're not used to that, I would, again, tread really carefully on that. Really listen to your body if you're into this type of thing. If you feel yourself getting woozy, just like settle down, you know, maybe leave the class, drink plenty of water, all that stuff. But, you know, aside from the heat, having that set of sequence or that that same sequence, I think is a really beneficial thing for beginners because it's that repetition. You get the poses down just like anything else, right? The more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. And if you do enjoy the heat, which I, I do, I haven't done this class in a long time, but I, I, man, I just love getting super sweaty. It just makes you feel good. Um, I, because of the heat warms you up, you're getting able to get into poses a little bit deeper just because you're warmed up. 
Um, this can be a good thing for, for beginners, just again, treading really carefully uh, because of the heat. And the last types of yoga are either, you know, yin, or you see restorative or uh, gentle yoga. And, and these, again, are for, you know, rest and rejuvenation. So these are very, very long held postures. You'll sit in a pose for, uh, you know, anywhere from two to five minutes. So just still chilling there and it's made to help you relax. And these poses that you're holding aren't really like strenuous things. You're, you're going to be using a lots of props, you know, blocks, uh, pillows, bolsters, straps. Uh, basically, you're going to be, be able to take a nap in a lot of these poses, but it allows you just to open up, you know, your muscles and your joints and all that sort of stuff in a really soft, gentle way. And you're just kind of relaxing and breathing deep and uh, rejuvenating yourself in that way. Now, I feel this can be really fantastic for beginners because of the slower pace. And if you're just looking, most people think I'm going to go to yoga to get flexible or to work on my flexibility. This type of class is, is beneficial for that, right? Because you're holding these poses for a long time, allowing your, your central nervous system to kind of relax and allow yourself to your muscles to open and stretch a little bit more. If that's what your intent is about uh, yoga. So restorative. Uh, rejuvenative yin yoga is what you'll find and these are the types of classes you're going to get into again really great for beginners and really great if you're trying to relax and this goes into you know the second part of this episode which is you know choosing which yoga is right for you um, so as i mentioned in the beginning i i dove into this yoga thing because i wanted to get flexible and just wanted to move and sweat in a different way um, at that time i wish i would have known what i probably needed was something a little bit slower so it, it's to find the right one and how do you drive into it you can ask yourself a few things is first you know what do i like to do and if sitting in a long pose like in a yin class or restorative class just doesn't really sound that great to you then maybe you can try maybe i can recommend it as a vinyasa if you really want to be active and move and like sweat and all that sort of stuff but another thing you may want to ask yourself is what do i need and i feel like most people these days are very uh, stressed and they're typically overworking themselves without really knowing they're overworking themselves so if i need a place to relax to rejuvenate to recharge then a place a type of class that i would recommend is something a little bit slower paced, which is the Hatha yoga or the yin restorative, you know, maybe the Bikram or the hot yoga, but asking yourself, what do I need? And this all comes down to what is my intention with trying this yoga stuff? If it's to work on my flexibility, cool. I mean, any, any of the classes will do that, but more so the Hatha or the yin or the Bikram, I mean, not so much the vinyasa. If my intention is to get a workout in, then, you know, the vinyasa would work. But again, taking my, my precautions, getting yourself familiar with the poses beforehand, maybe doing some classes at home or getting a one-on-one -on -one type of uh, training or whatever, that may benefit you before that. If my intention is to help myself relax, to de-stress, 
then that yin restorative is probably the best choice. Granted, all these will give you some form of meditation at the very end, but that yin and restorative can be its own challenge for people that are always, you know, always on, always going. And sitting still is a big challenge for them. And like letting their body and their mind quiet down is its own challenge. And I think that's one of the more difficult parts of the yin or restorative practice that people probably avoid <laughs> for the most part because, oh shit, what's going to come up when my mind quiets down, man? I don't, I don't, I'm afraid of that. I don't want to do that. And I'm, I'm really familiar with, with that feeling. So sitting in intention is, or looking at what the intent is of your wanting to try this is a great compass for what type of yoga again. I just broke down these big families. There's a bunch of ones in between, but they're all kind of fall within these categories, either very fast paced, a little bit slower, you know, the hot type, and then the restorative or the really, really slow type. And, you know, once you've made a decision on, you know, what your intent is and what type you want to try, now comes time to finding a studio, which can itself can be a bit of a, a bit of a hurdle. So, of course, the basic things you want to look at, you can juggle some stuff, is the location, the time, and the cost. Um, depending on where you're living, you may be really limited on location. When I was in Cheyenne, there were two yoga studios, one of which I taught at. Uh, the times were really kind of spread out because the, the people that own the studios, uh, for the most part, work during the day. So, you know, you have really early morning classes, maybe a lunchtime class. And for sure, you know, uh, after work hours type classes. And here in California, that is complete opposite where there's just, I don't know how many yoga studios around here. Um, and they all have various times and, and costs. So the cost is a, it's another thing, you know, it's something that's been, I've been harping on is, you know, sometimes these things are a little bit too expensive. I get it's a business kind of deal, but um, finding what's right for you. And what I like for the most part is if a, if a studio gives a free class or a free trial or whatever, right? Just so you can get a feel for the studio itself. Uh, a lot of them have drop-in rates. It can range anywhere, depending on where you're living, from $15 to $25 or maybe more. Um, that can be a barrier for some. And, you know, if it is, I would look maybe at a, at a local gym or YMCA. You know, a lot of times they offer classes there at a, at a, at a lesser price. So those are the big things, you know, location, time, cost, which a lot of people tend to, to look at anyway. And again, you want to look at the, the classes offered, you know, what type of class you're looking for, make sure you find it. And a lot of times they may even have classes that are labeled for beginners. And that's a, probably a good way to start because people who typically lead those have taught lots of beginners before and can cue you and get you in the right position. Another thing you may want to look at is the class size. Um, some people may avoid uh, smaller classes when it's just like one or two people, but that's such a great opportunity to have some one-on-one -on -one time or almost like a private lesson with a, with a yoga teacher that can really cue you up. You know, I've been in classes where I've been the only person, and I've also been in classes where the class was so jam-packed, it was uncomfortable, and it, it was just too much for me. So you know, those are the two extremes. Um, you know, hopefully you can find some place in the middle. But if I had the preference, I would want a much smaller class because it makes me feel more comfortable and I can get more attention from the instructor. And of course, the, the last thing is the, the vibe of the studio. 
you know, I've gone into studios where it's very kind of, mm, you practice yoga, very snooty kind of uh, vibe to it, uh, not very welcoming, and that definitely turns me off. And if, you know, if you as a beginner go into a studio and they, they act like this, then it's not you, it's them. Find another place that's more welcoming. Uh, and maybe, you know, how the aesthetics, how it looks, how the place smells, there's so many things. But the only way we can, you know, find this out is if we go there. So that's kind of the, the first step, of course, is finding what type of yoga class you want, what your intention is, finding one, and then just trying it out. Again, this is a lot like trying on clothes. You got to find the right fit for yourself. So I, I want to put this episode out again, getting back to the roots of why I, I started this podcast, which is to to guide any beginners and get people that may not know how to start yoga, may want to that have been, are curious about it. And that's why I think I'm going to focus on for the next few episodes is, is back to those those basic uh, uh, mission of this podcast. I hope this was beneficial for you all. And if it was, please share it with someone. Leave me a rating review. Send me a message. If you have anything that you would like me to cover on this podcast in the future, please feel to email me or send me a message as well. I appreciate you all for listening, and I will talk to you next time.